0: The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe.
1: Pardon my French, but you're an asshole.
0: It's pronounced
2: ash hole.
3: You dumb asshole.
2: Excuse me? It's ash hole.
3: You, sir, are an asshole.
2: (laughs) It's ash hole, you idiot. I knew it. I'm surrounded
0: by assholes.
2: For the last time, it's assholes. No, you were
0: right.
2: I'm just your kind of asshole. It's time once again for my kind of assholes on unfiltered cigar radio.
4: Hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the ash Holes, broadcast live from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday again into Ash Wednesday. We are always entertaining, generally unscripted and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and of course at theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The theashholes and on Instagram. At Ash Holes Radio. We have Aaron here with me. Hello. And Ed in the producer's seat. Hello. And I am Dan, uh, a.k.a. Pastor Padron, mm-hmm. and we are completing our epic blind taste test challenge. Finally getting today, it. Smoking yeah. the winners of the two semifinal rounds. For those of you who ordered the packs, there were 164 of you that did these are the cigars that made it through the first four rounds, then the semifinal rounds, and uh, they are labeled as cigars 13 and 14, and we are smoking them side by side, and uh, again, we're going to give you our impressions and and tell you what we think, but uh, what we think in the end really doesn't mean much, because we don't (laughs) get to vote.
3: Yeah, so. You do. Really, yeah. We, uh, we have no influence on this. We
4: have absolutely no influence whatsoever. So you have until uh, November 19th to uh, put in your votes. There was instructions that was put into the pack that came with these two cigars. Make sure that you follow those instructions and vote before the deadline. And on November 21st, we're going to do a show where we reveal what all the cigars were. And, of course, the winner... The winner of today the is the champion the champion cigar. And are are we smoking
2: the winner again on that show or how does that work?
4: I suppose we will. It yeah, again. that would mm, make sense. Okay. It would be nice sense. to have it without another cigar next to it. It'd, right? be, it'd be
3: nice to smoke it with the label on it so that we
4: actually know what <laughs> we're smoking. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, so, any of these cigars, really, I would enjoy. Uh, the exception of maybe one. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to name it. I don't know what it is, but there's one that I, I wouldn't want to smoke again. But the rest, yeah, anytime. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, what about these? Are these, these, oh, these are great. Yeah, these are both good cigars. I'm already loving it. Okay. Know.
4: Yeah. I mean, these are the winners. So yeah. They, so they have uh, made it through up to, up to this point. Uh, number 13, which I am puffing on right now, uh, both these cigars are Robustos.
3: Okay, one, yep. you know,
4: number, Although 13, slightly different, I, yeah. I, uh, number 13, I think, is a slightly bigger ring gauge.
3: It's slightly bigger ring gauge, and it's slightly shorter, so it seemed mm-hmm. like maybe like an eighth or a quarter of an inch. Right. Probably not even a quarter of an inch, probably an eighth of an inch shorter. And
4: 13 is a medium brown wrapper. It's a, got a nice oily sheen to it. Solid construction. I didn't find any uh, soft spots on this one. Yep, both well and, made, double caps. And, uh... Kind of uh, coffee and spice, uh, you know, as I smelled the foot of the cigar, it had a good draw, a little bit looser than I like, but it's a good, good solid draw, and uh, kind of cream and hay on the uh, cold draw. hmm and um, what are you picking up as you uh, are smoking? I mean, getting 13?
3: into each one. So, the th- uh, 13, you taste the spice right away. Mm-hmm. And it's got uh, some woody notes to it, a little mm-hmm. bit of, like, sweetness in the background. Yeah. And as they kind of progress in, I got, you know, kind of like a hay uh, mm-hmm. note, which is—it's kind of hard to pin down because it's mm-hmm. it's this lightness that's— just unique. Uh, well, 14 has, was really earthy, right on the light up. It's a much richer cigar. Yes. Uh, really bolder flavors some like dark espresso mm. um, and a, a, just a slight sweetness along with some pepper, some right. black
4: pepper. And uh, number 14 had a darker uh, reddish brown wrapper mm-hmm. and uh, very, very oily, very oily looking cigar. Solid construction again. Mm-hmm. Uh, no real soft spots on this Both cigars are packed really well I think
3: Yeah, construction's yeah. top on both for sure Right,
4: and you know, kind of like you I was picking up earthy and cocoa And coffee notes, you know on From the foot And the draw is a little bit tighter On this one Yep, uh, And it's much more the way I normally Like it um, And uh, Very spicy Right off the top uh, earthy, those coffee notes, espresso notes. I think you you mm-hmm. said yeah. I would totally agree with that.
3: Yeah, uh, fourteen is just a shade darker than thirteen. It is. Yes. It's a noticeable difference. So it's not mm-hmm. like a. Well, and maybe it's, it's just the leaf and now. Yeah. So they, they and, are, one is definitely darker. Um, and fourteen, I'm guessing it's a 50 ring gauge, and thirteen mm-hmm. is probably a 52. It's like that. It's not much of a difference. Just slightly right. bigger ring gauge.
4: And there is a nice sweetness on number 14 as well
3: mm. in the finish. Yeah, the more the further I'm getting into it, the more that sweetness is picking up.
4: Right, right. As I lit 13, I was getting really strong kind of spicy notes of almost like balsa and cedar, you know, lighter kind of woods. And once it got past that first really eighth of an inch even it really started to fill out and and get a lot more creamy and and those notes of hay that you were talking about they really started to pick up so it's getting much more creamy both i think are going to be medium bodied cigars
3: that'd be my guess i mean i don't think we've had anything that was really full-bodied everything was kind of around this range um 13 they are very different flavors because you know it's you go between the two and you're not mixing them up because you go from 14 to 13 and that that kind of hay note that earthiness uh is kind of shocking at first you're like oh it doesn't really blend well with the 14 um but after you get a few puffs in then it's like okay this is a good flavor so it's just a little little shocking to the system, just between I, the two.
2: I agree with you. They're not complementary. No, but no. I mean... They're both excellent. There's, and, there's
3: not a whole lot of cigars that are complementary <laughs> to each other because they're <laughs> blended so different. But, but, yeah, it's a shocking, uh, you know, <clears throat> difference.
2: You're right. It, it takes a, an extra puff or two to get back into whichever mm. one you're swapping from. But Definitely. They're both... Excellent. I think it's it's going to come down to more personal preference. It really is. This, you yeah. Know? And I, I'd be thrilled to have either one.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. A- any day I'd smoke either of these. So it'll be nice to know what they are. And maybe I do smoke them all the time. I don't know.
4: <laughs>
3: well, uh, it, you know,
4: uh, that brings up the point again. And I just want to really reiterate this. It's important to me. I have no freaking idea what I'm smoking. I I did not pick these cigars in in the first place and um uh yes, Oliver is a is a uh, rep for United Cigars, which have mm-hmm. been included in this series, but he's never here. But, yeah, he's ne-
2: not really well, here that often. In fact, here, yeah. we weren't sure we could find the cigars today <laughs> since Oliver's not
4: here. Dan had a
2: moment of, well, more than a moment,
4: more of panic. than a moment of panic uh, looking for them. But there they were. They were waiting. They were just in a different place than they have been for the last uh, number of weeks. So you know, and that, but that was good.
2: And so. it's really important to get out and vote. Yesterday's vote doesn't count count anymore. The next vote is yep. the one that matters, which is for number 13. Vote early vote a
3: right? No.
2: <laughs> yeah, and this is the kind of voting that you like, because
4: there's really no downside to it. When it comes yeah, to no. these two cigars, they are both very good. I do think it's going to come down to uh, whatever the uh, preference is of the people who Yeah, are across the board. cigars, because I don't think you can use construction. Number 13 They're both, and yeah. 14 are burning even and well, uh, the ash is very nice on both of them. They've got a great burn line. Burn lines are about the same. Yep. 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 Yeah. No com- really. I have no real complaints about. Yeah.
3: I mean, at this point, if we found a fault in one of them, it shouldn't have made it through this far. So mm-hmm. it's. It's just what it is. To me, the biggest difference,
4: other than you know, obviously the taste, construction-wise, is the draw is noticeably mm-hmm. tighter on fourteen.
3: Right. Is mm-hmm. that true for you, too?
2: Yeah, and I like a little resistance on I the do draw. Too.
3: Yep. And it is that slightly smaller ring gauge, but it's mm-hmm. not going to make that huge of a difference. No. But yeah, it is. A-
2: I don't think 13 is by any means too loose of a draw. It's no. just on the lower end of the spectrum. Right. Mm-hmm.
4: Right. It's not too loose, no. but it is
2: noticeably Right, looser. It's not like... Sucking through a straw, sometimes you get something that I'm just... <laughs> oh, gosh. There's no resistance it's at the all. the worst. And then usually they'll end up burning hot as a result. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So how is
4: everyone uh, doing this week? We've had some Pretty major good. rain and cold. Major
3: rain, but now it's, man, it's now so nice it's out right now. It's it's great, you know? Very nice. It's a rare right November day. Yes. am degrees. Oh,
2: is it real? I haven't seen the outdoors since early well, this you, morning. It shows on your skin. But. <laughs> yeah, but that's my natural state. Yeah. Very pale. I probably would have been sunburned had I gone out today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
3: very nice out there, so... You're going to miss it by the time we leave here. It'll probably be dark, mm, but...
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think it will. It yeah. uh, should daylight still have
3: some warmth. It's, it's nice. What do you guys think about daylight savings time? It's, way, it's worthless at this point, and really.
2: I think California, in their referendum, voted to get rid of it. Mm. Really? But I think it, it requires some approval from the federal government as well. But
3: yeah, I don't, does it? I don't, I'm don't. i not sure if it does, because I know Arizona doesn't well, do right. it. Uh, really, it's about your neighboring states. California's so huge, that they can kind of do what they want, and nobody... Well, I got think nine, if
2: California yeah. can do it then the rest of the country'll start to topple. I
3: know they've talked about doing it in Massachusetts but they it's kind of with the ex, you know understanding that it, well it has to be New Hampshire and Maine and mm-hmm. Connecticut and all everybody at once. So it's got to be the whole Northeast essentially.
4: Right, right. The states because are so, so small size-wise Yeah, really and there's so much, you
3: difference. know, across the border. So I mean, we, yeah. everybody wants the Zeacon. I think it's just yeah. a matter of who moves first and gets I the ball think, rolling.
4: You know, the the original idea was to to move it so that you know you had the maximum amount of daytime during business.
3: Yeah, I mean, and, and now it's like who looks outside, you know? <laughs>
4: well, not <laughs> you only that, but everything's twenty-four-seven now.
3: yes yeah. there is no internet,
4: everything. It's just yeah. this is very outdated. It's an always-on society, for better or for worse, and it, so it now. just
3: messes with parents of young children. Yeah, and anybody working, any kind of mental health that <laughs> really messes things up. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yep.
4: Yep. Church attendance always drops. The. First Sunday after daylight savings time change. People
3: are on time when it's it's (laughs) off, right?
4: (laughs) They come when it's over, or they come when it's way too early. Yeah, when you're putting the clocks
3: back, you don't tell them, and they show up on time. So,
2: Aaron, according to this, Proposition 7 merely allows the state legislature with a two-thirds vote to change California's current daylight savings time regime, but only if the change is allowed by the federal government. Hmm, interesting. Currently, it is not. Well, there is already a bill pending in Congress that could change that.
3: I wonder why the federal government would care. <laughs> I mean, it affects them, obviously, but they're, like, they're here. To, what does it matter? They're here to take care of us. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Big brother. Thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> We're from the government. We're here to help you. Yes. Mm-hmm.
3: Help you. Help
4: yourself. And speaking of governments, uh, maybe this is a good switch to our top five.
2: Do you think? Yeah. Maybe.
0: Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10 and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five Cigar is two of them so you can share with a friend. And now here's today's top five list.
4: And the reason I think it's a good one is because today's f- top five list has to do with coconuts.
3: Well, it's kind of like government. Yes, nuts <laughs> at least. They're <laughs> nuts.
4: They're nuts. Uh, so let's Although talk about. Oh, they're not really let's, nuts. Let's, right? Coconuts aren't really nuts, <laughs> no. but they're they're cocoa. <laughs> they're not even cocoa. <laughs> yeah, uh, the government. They're, they're yeah, cuckoo for cocoa puffs, kind of thing. So let's like let's it. talk about let's talk about uh, some interesting facts about a so, coconuts. Okay. By the way, Ed. You will be interested to know yes. that the Miles with Styles just came. Wow! I emailed the team. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> All right. So it's going to be a fun break down when, beyond the wire. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh, woman! Oh, you stress me out. Anyway, um, number five: the coconut IV.
3: Hmm. Um. Okay.
4: Yeah. The humble coconut has many well-documented health benefits. You probably. Know that, they
3: yeah. Watch all these I, I mean, coconuts. if you drink a bunch of coconut milk, then you get and diarrhea,
4: <laughs> as it turns out, coconut water is a workable short-term substitute for human blood plasma. Right, huh. it's
2: sterile. Isn't it's that interesting? In a-
4: and was positively tested as an emergency IV fluid as far back as the fifties. Interesting. In the nineteen fifties. There's been at least one documented case where a coconut IV was used in the Solomon Islands to treat a severely dehydrated patient.
3: Interesting. not interesting? It's pretty interesting, yeah. I would never have thought that. I would not have even tried it. I don't mm. know why somebody did. There was yeah. probably yeah. drinking well, involved. I would they say don't, the lime in the coconut.
4: Don't try this at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a feeling this is a top five list that MacGyver <laughs> will really like. Yeah. Okay. Uh Number four, number four, the coconut was used in World War One gas masks. Gas masks. Hmm, I wonder what part, like the husk maybe if, as a filter? Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, the interesting. The husk works as a filter. And um, let me uh, pull up the notes here.
3: Uh, so, I mean, I wonder if... That filtration is part of the reason that it is a, like a clean substitute for plasma. Like, so it's not contaminated because it filters everything out. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
4: Gas mask manufacturers in the U.S. developed the use of steam-activated coconut char.
3: Steam-activated. So you would had to pour boiling water in there first. And it huh? was
4: obtained by burning coconut husks. As an important component in gas mask production, they found that masks using coconut carbon were superior at filtering nauseous substances. Huh. Even now, coconut filtered carbon is still an important ingredient in cleaning up radiation.
3: Coconut filtered carbon. I mean, it was, <laughs>
4: was heavily used in the cleanup project at the Fukushima nuclear plant.
3: Which everybody's still kind of feeling that, huh? <laughs> it's
4: not perfect. Just saying. But. Yep, yep. Uh, next is a cocoa fuel.
3: Okay, yeah, see, that just <laughs> like, left you speechless, doesn't it? Are we talking about like a we all you know, you know a mounds bar, and you just need a little pick me up kind by, of fuel.
4: Biodiesel has been making rounds mm. as a fossil fuel alternative, and coconut trees happen to be one of the plants that can produce oil in workable quantities. Not only that, but coconuts can perform multiple roles, such as base substance, <laughs> roles, an additive, yeah. or a direct substitute for petroleum diesel.
3: Put them on a hill, they can many multiple roles. <laughs> no. yeah, the original,
4: as a matter of fact, the earliest diesel engines ran on peanut oil. So, hmm. if you know that, you know, coconut oil can be a workable substitute for that. That is weird.
2: I never would have known
3: that. Yeah. And this crazy stuff with the biodiesel. Probably
2: I mean, it smells th- nicer, too. You know, yep. like those French fry cars. Oh,
3: yeah. Man. They run on the uh, the yeah. old uh, frying oil. Yeah, the recycled mm. fry. You can smell yeah.
2: those on the road. Yeah.
3: I think the guy that invented that's local. He's hmm. huh. just uh, North Shore, I believe. Number two.
4: Armor. Hmm. This is really interesting. Okay. Um craftsmen in the small um Micronesian archipelago of um Kiribati were more clever than than uh just taking coconuts and putting putting them, on their heads. They would use the, again <laughs> the, they would take the they would take the husks, you know, and, and just they, make it like a plate armor they would, kind of thing. They would
3: they would weave the the coconut hairs and so that's where we get the coconut bikini. So that's, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, I think yeah, that must be number one. Sure. That's got to be the origin. I mean,
2: that's got to be number one on the list. The coconut the suit Girl. was
3: made out of
4: densely woven coconut fiber matting, kind of mm-hmm. like wearing really thick carpet. The armor consisted of a cap, body armor, backplate, leggings, and jerkin a high collar in the back of the neck protected the warrior from stones thrown from his own side a primitive stone
3: so pretty we're talking way back uh, you know way if stones back. are the issue then
4: <laughs> we're okay. going to a rock fight and number 1 the number one fact you probably did not know about coconuts is that it's used in some places to make vodka. Well, that's... I think
3: everybody knew that one. Coconut yeah. <laughs> vodka. I mean, it, mm-hmm. if you ever ordered a drink for a woman, it's probably has coconut <laughs> vodka in the, in the Philippines, sap from an unopened
4: coconut flour is distilled into a potent drink called Laminog. And it's powerful stuff. 80 to 90 proof. Uh, but is organic and chemical-free. F- uh, Laminog, uh Laminog is traditionally homemade, but some commercial distil- distilleries have introduced several flavors onto the market, such as mango, bubblegum, and blueberry.
3: Hmm. You know, there's one thing on this list that I'm surprised isn't on there is that they make a good substitute for horses. But only if, you know, an African <laughs> swallow happens to drop one off near you. Wow. That's a
4: throwback there. Oh yeah. Ed, what's what's that a reference to? I have no idea. Really?
3: Monty Python, Holy Grail. Monty Python,
2: Holy Grail, yes. Those were those British fellows? Yeah. I I shall taunt you
3: a second time now. (laughs) Oh, my. We need our Frenchmen here now.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well. Let us take our break. And when we come back, we will continue discussing Cigars 13 and 14. We'll finally hear uh, what Miles with Styles has to say. It will be the first time we hear it, too. (laughs) And
5: uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Time where humidors are overflowing and retailers shelves are on the verge of buckling. There is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends: The Connecticut, The Medio Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named Number 1 Cigar of 2016 by the holes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Estelí, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez the next draw. Visit serenocigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at twoguyscigars.com.
4: Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. unconventional cigar take the journey
2: stay tuned for more of the ash holes on the united podcast network stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at aging room cigars as rafael nodal has traveled to spain where the idea for aging room solera was born and complex cigar with a fantastic price point
1: aging room solera it will have you calling for an encore when was the last time you experienced something for the first time curiosity drives discovery discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with balmoral inejo xo born from passionate curiosity Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Yeho XO Cigar Blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today.
4: Davidoff Cigars celebrates 50 years of heritage, pioneering, and innovative cigar making in the spirit of the man who gave the company its name, Zeno Davidoff. To mark the 50th anniversary, Davidoff has dressed a selection of five iconic Davidoff cigars with a 50th commemorative white ring for a limited time.
2: One of our best sellers, Anniversario Special R, begins with notes of freshly cut wood, spice, and sweet cream. The aroma is creamy and leathery with spicy undertones.
4: Experience the exquisite aroma and carefully balanced blend of tobaccos that ensures the most important times are beautifully filled. Available at appointed Davidoff retailers around the world. Welcome back to the Ashles, everybody. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ash and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We are smoking the winners of the semifinals of our blind taste test, Cigars 13 and 14. And remember to vote to determine the winner. And you can vote up through uh, November 19th. That's Mm -hmm. when everything gets cut off. And then uh, November 21st, which is the Wednesday right before Thanksgiving here in the United States, uh, we will be announcing the winner. We'll reveal what all the cigars were. We'll have uh, Glenn Boyvin, our blind cigar smoker, back on the show to wrap on, yeah. wrap everything up with us. That's going to be a good show. I'm looking forward to
3: We'll have to some that. pie, too, right?
4: We will have oh, pie. Oh, is that
2: pie day? The That's pie day. All right, I'll bring enough pie. Here we very go. Very good.
4: Very, very good. So, um, what are, you know, as I've been smoking this, you know, 14 is just gotten very smooth very creamy Mm. it's still got those earthy coffee cocoa you know really richer kind of notes to it um and it's just really uh filled out very nice i i'm really enjoying 14 a lot
3: yeah the sweetness has actually picked up a bit uh Mm -hmm. some nice like raisin sweetness Uh, On 13, the sweetness is picked up as well. Uh, It's more like a golden raisin. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you can think of the difference between that, more like an acidic on the Mm. 13. Uh, Not as a negative, but just nature of the flavor. Just different, yep. Um, Getting some kind of oaky notes on 14. So it's Mm -hmm. it's really just a richer cigar. You know, it's it's got a a bit more complexity than uh, 13. Uh, But again, 13 is still a great cigar.
4: Right, right. It's still very woody, and some uh, thirteen has some uh, cedary spice in the retro, mm. and and I'm thinking something, you know, on the on the finish. That I'm I'm going to throw it out there, maybe a little bit of cinnamon, hmm. a cinnamon kind of sweetness on the finish. On, on thirteen,
3: on thirteen. Yeah, I'd be on board with that, mean, because it does have a lot more spice. And early on, I was thinking more kind of cinnamon, but uh, hard to nail down. So I I won't disagree.
2: Ed. Well, I have to say I agree 14 has more complexity, mm-hmm. but I really like the flavor of 13 as yep. well. But mm-hmm. for complexity, 14's got it.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems to be a much more balanced cigar. The flavors, you know, really all work very well together mm. in number 14. And 13, the, the flavors have been changing as it's been going on. Yep. And uh, that's been good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, it's it's very hard to. N- neither of these cigars uh, are bad or disappointing or uh, bad to smoke. Yeah. So it's it's really it's really kind of a toss up. Yeah, I mean, which is e-
3: even be like the going back and forth between the two. Even though like the flavors don't really get along no, between the two cigars. No. It's still enjoyable going back for a couple of puffs each time. So it's mm-hmm. it's there's no clear winner in my head. I have to So agree it'll with be that. interesting to see what comes out. Right, right. So um, we
4: got our miles with Styles. We did at the last possible minute. So it'll be a surprise. What is it? Right. So let's hear what she has to say.
0: Aloha! Last week I traveled to South Africa, back to Jeffreys Bay. This is where my surfing career began, and in many ways, I was looking forward to returning. South Africa is such a beautiful country, and there are so many things to do and foods to eat here. That's one reason I arrived a few days ahead of the competition, and I'm staying a few days after. Anyway, I arrived here on Wednesday and totally missed the ash holes. But things quickly turned around, and as it were, missing the show has been the only thing not to go my way since this adventure started. <laughs> the few days were restful and fun, and then came the competition. The crowds were incredible, huge, loud, and very much wanting to meet the surfers. To say I've had a few good runs here would be an understatement. I scored my first perfect 10 on my second run, and as of the time of this recording, I'm sitting in first place all alone. Things have gone very well for me on this trip, other than missing my favorite show. South Africa is a warm and inviting country. The people are charming and very nice. The foods are exotic and tasty, a great combination, and there's so much to do here. There is something for everyone. For you cigar smokers, there are open-air beachfront clubs that cater to your every need. One of these clubs is the Cabana Latino Cafe and Cigar Lounge. Honestly, guys, with more than a 100 cigars to choose from, excellent drinks and spirits, generous portions of Spanish and African cuisine, and don't forget, bikinis and beach bodies everywhere in view. (laughs) What more could you ask for? (laughs) And ladies, if you wear your bikini in, your meal is on the house and the fellows will try and buy you drinks as well. So lots of man potpourri, Mm. eye candy and good food and drinks. I recommend the Cabana Latino Club and Cigar Lounge very highly. I ate like a queen, signed some autographs, and had a wonderful time, as many fine gentlemen asked me to dance. This has been Miles with Styles, and you're listening to The Ash Holes on the United Podcast Network. Take it away, boys.
3: You yeah, It must be their, their location, because I wouldn't want to see anybody from this shop in a bikini or, or <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's, there's any beach bodies out here. No. <laughs> no,
4: there's no beach parties here. We wouldn't get free meals. Yeah, not we, even in the Seabrook we'd, store, we'd which be asked, is closer to the beach. We'd be uh, asked to leave. <laughs> yeah, nope. Probably not Sarah, you're making a scene. Well, yeah. uh, I know Michelle's fondness for bikinis, so she probably didn't pay a thing the entire time she <laughs> ate there. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. And I am happy to say that uh, I know that she has won that competition. Oh, congratulations. And uh, that is just awesome. So, Michelle, congratulations. And I will have to find something worthy of such a, such a wonderful accomplishment. I'm very, very
3: happy for you. Just try a cigar. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah well, that's yeah. what I was going to try. <laughs> I'm not going to try a bikini. No, no. That would be a crime against humanity. Yes, it would. <laughs> that that'd would a, that'd be a new ballot question. No more yeah. bikinis for Dan. Yeah, yep.
4: yeah. The Naked Show is bad enough. Oh, gosh. Let's not go back to
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> Good gravy.
4: Well, Oof. it certainly sounds like South Africa has a lot to offer if you enjoy cigars and the
3: beach. Mm. So, depending on how you feel about sharks, but mm, yeah. well, you know, uh, so <laughs> They're those flying sharks don't they? No, flying <laughs> sharks well, they jump. And Sharknado! They. Sharknado! Oh, <laughs> and every shark can be a flying shark.
4: <laughs> well, I have been uh, going back to number fourteen, and uh, I am really enjoying the the richness of that cigar and uh, the those deep earthy tones. The retro on this cigar is fantastic, and um, uh, I'm really, really enjoying it.
3: Mm. Yeah, 13, I was favoring early on, and I don't know I still really enjoy the flavors. The flavors are more in my wheelhouse, mm-hmm. um, but 14 has just a little bit more going on uh, throughout the cigar. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of edging out for me, but really it's too close to tell. So. Mm.
2: And yes, uh, I've and moved to 14. You've that, moved to 14. I've selected my winner. That's your winner.
4: You you tend to choose early on.
2: Well, I need to be hitting buttons and everything, so mm-hmm. I have to make a choice. But yeah,
3: no time to mess around.
2: I just mm-hmm. found myself going back to 14 mm-hmm. more, although, as I said, thirteen's fantastic. Mm.
4: Right, right. Uh, 13 also produces a lot of smoke. It's got a great, great burn. Uh, those lighter wood notes and uh, spice, you know, is Mm -hmm. really the predominant things I'm picking up from this one. And really nothing to
3: complain about. Yeah. I mean, this seems, I think this is the first time where both cigars have been staying lit without any issues, not hmm. even like close to going out on me. So construction is on point for both, which is great. Right. Especially if you're doing two at once, you don't want to have to nurse one and, you know, neglect the other. No, very true. Very true.
4: Um, why don't we give our final thoughts on these? We're coming into the last minutes of the show here.
3: Oh, gosh. I almost don't want to choose, but I think just because of the added flavors, the more slightly more complex nature of 14, I'm going to have to go with 14. mm but I mean, really, I I really enjoy 13. I think the flavors are great, um, but just it's gonna edge it out just by a hair on 14. So for me, both
4: of these have been really, really good cigars. And one of the things I think that's making it hard is that the flavor profile of each are just so different mm. from each other. Um, and so, in in that sense, it's kind of like comparing apples and oranges. Yeah.
3: I mean, going from 14 to 13, eh, not so great. Going 13 to 14, 14 has that extra richness. And so, it's mm. a little easier to go back to to 14.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah. And, you know, I, I think 13 it. does have a lot of that kind of hay mm. taste to it that yep. is a little bit incompatible with 14. So, yeah. when you change in that direction… It is a harder yeah, transition. So
3: it's Part of it can be just circumstances of what you're smoking because, with yeah. it. You
2: know? Oddly, yeah, thirteen, you know, reminds me of a Connecticut wrap cigar, although it isn't
3: mm. right. It yeah.
2: has that it sort does, of yeah. vegetal hay thing going on there, which I I like. Mm-hmm. Right?
4: Yeah, I like I like them too. Uh, gosh, you know, I, I'm I don't I don't really want to say. What you know? It, they're both really great cigars. I have, you know, when I, when usually when we have up until this point when we have done the show, I have an idea in my head about what people are probably going to vote for.
3: This no telling. I
4: really don't know. I yeah. really don't know where this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, both cigars are very very good, and either would be a great winner. Yeah, yeah. So either be great would be to see great either cigar. one of them in a few weeks. Um, you know, I, I think. You know, again, just because of the the balance that I like in those uh, and the uh, slightly more complexity of that is in fourteen. I'd probably go there. Yep. But really, it's a it's a total toss up to me. Hmm.
2: All right. Well, we'll now see. we just need to find out what the real voters say. Yeah, yeah. that's all. That's
4: and all. And then finding out do.
3: what they are. That'd be nice.
4: <laughs> so remember, you have until the 19th of November to vote. I know some people already have, which is really cool. They didn't even wait to hear our thoughts. After all, they're rather useless anyway. Our thoughts, not the voters. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Thank you for that clarification. (laughs) And uh, we are going to have on the 21st, the results of the Blind Taste Challenge. That's two Wednesdays from now. Mm-hmm. Next week uh, is our second anniversary wow. as a show. We will two have years, been doing man. this for two years, and uh, we are going to be smoking the newly released Taino by the uh, Sereno t- Cigar t- Company. It's it will literally have just landed that day.
3: Which is great. So which nobody's really had it. No one's really had we it. We know and, of. <laughs>
4: and Sereno Cigars was our first sponsor. They are great friends of the show, and mm. so I'm thrilled that on our anniversary show, that's what we're going to be smoking. That's just
3: looking forward to total that,
4: yeah. total karma right there. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So you have been listening to The Ash Holes, unfiltered cigar radio broadcasting from the Serena Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can download this and any episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and Spotify. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ash Holes and on Instagram at Ash Holes Radio. We'll see you next week on our second anniversary show.